in a universe where life does not end at death, we explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to our Theodian Anthologies. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and the deeper meaning behind it all. We've explored many facets of the core, yet still we're only done with a fraction of a percent. The goal has been to immerse you into this universe and possibly teach lessons along the way. The deeper meaning behind the lore I tell here is spread throughout our history, echoing a pattern of discovery, growth, and destruction. We are fallible creatures, and if there's one thing I'm certain about, it's that we all have the potential for good and evil, relatively speaking. We may think we stand on the moral high ground, but if we truly evaluate ourselves, we may just find hypocrisy in our own critiques. Now, you must be wondering why I'm talking about this. It is a fundamental problem we must face, and it's what the Sidorian Alliance must face in this entry. The cycle is 124, after the Core Reset, or ACR. The military insurgency across the command colonies has not ceased. In fact, most consider it to be an all-out war that doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. For the Sidorian Senate, however, the war is the least of their problems. Being as though the primary focus for most of the senators is the sustainability of the pillars, the harborer is now under the influence of an authoritarian regime that is gaining traction. This regime is known as the Zealot Dynasty, founded in cycle 112 ACR. What the Alliance knows so far is that the leader, Montezelic, is a racial supremacist that believes Newgonians have the superior minds. Although he is not necessarily wrong, it has caused their central authority the Dimo Cortex, to segregate the cities based on their definition of what makes a pure and subpure life form. Most of the Senate wishes to exile all of the Dimo Cortex, but Zelik has gained the influence of several senators. If this wasn't enough, the senators Zelik has influence over are within the same sectors as some of the counter-command colonies. With this threat looming over the pillars, a closed-door meeting between several senators has been documented in the archives. The senators heard in this meeting are of the following. Senator Rakis Mori of Frey Eros, Senator Aaron Razden of Celeste Minari, and Senator Newman Rantel of the New Vomark Colony. Inside Senator Razden's chamber is a beautiful mural of the Moriot tree, along with two codex shelves filled to the brim. Her desk looks over a view of the Alliance archive, and on the desk is a mounted holodisc which displays a holovid of Montezelic giving his speech to the Senate just a week before. My fellow Senators, leaders, diplomats, I come before you because of the opposition that has threatened the cultural identity of Vokraya. Pausing the holovid abruptly, Senator Mori begins compulsively tapping his talon on Razdan's desk. This is outrageous! How could the harbor allow for such volatile beliefs to spread like this? Have they not learned anything from the nest? Senator, please stop your tapping. You're carving a hole in my desk. 
Razden snaps at Mori. His pupil looks down as he pushes away from the desk. Why did you call us here, Senator? Newman asks Senator Razden. For the past three cycles, the three of us have worked on several directives together, and I know we each have our issues in regards to our constituents, particularly you, Senator Vantel. Aaron stands up, looks down toward the archive, and continues. My matriarch views all life as equal, and is compelled to help the denizens of Okraya. Oh, what does she plan, your matriarch? Ruckus asks as Aaron turns back towards the two of them, and goes to press play on the holovid. You may think the way I run things goes against everything these pillars have worked towards, but I humbly invite you to see it for yourselves, to witness the truth of this matter. My only aim is to evolve the minds of our most intelligent members throughout these pillars. She pauses it once more. The matriarch wishes to take him up on his offer, specifically sending three representatives that could retrieve intel into these cortexiums, as they are called. Then we will be free to take the proper measures. If we are to send ambassadors, they must be prepared for such an endeavor. I've heard rumors about these cortexiums. They are not places people come back from. Senator Rontel contemplates for a moment, then suddenly Rockus intervenes. A cantola will be quick to notice foul play. If they intend to use their politics, one of my representatives will know. Razden sighs as she sits at her desk. Yes, that may be true. However, we must be prepared to send these representatives off to their demise. Rontel then chimes in. They wouldn't dare do something that outrageous. If our people didn't come back, it would truly paint them as what many in the Senate assume them to be. I still don't understand why the Senate can't just file for an exile directive if there is a large enough vote. The Runeforgers can easily take care of them, Ruckus complains. It's not that simple. Yes, we technically have the votes to exile them, but we must be meticulous with this, and most senators are too afraid or too busy to take charge. Razden explains. The war certainly makes this difficult, Rontel says as the room falls into silence. Senator Razden then looks to them both. Then it's up to us to lead this effort and bring the pillars back to a place of unity and a safe haven for all core denizens. After this meeting, these three senators made a list of representatives to choose from for this dangerous endeavor. It took the better part of a month to come to a decision on who would enter the dynasty's capital. In the end, the three ambassadors chosen were given specified credentials that hopefully would fool the Democortex into believing they were on their side. Enough so that they wouldn't think twice about probing them. I thank you for listening to this entry. Next week is the 50th entry of the podcast, and on it, I will be running a Reborn in Power session about the three ambassadors that go on this journey into the Cerebral Cortexium.
before then, be sure to check out the Codex entry titled The Dymo Mind at arthadiananthologies.com slash codex. Once again, if you'd like to support my work, there are a few ways you can donate. You can check out subscribestar.com slash arthadiananthologies. You can also support this podcast through leaving a tip on Anchor. There should be a link in the description of this episode. But in the end, the best way you can support my work is through joining arthadiananthologies.com and sharing it with your friends for new ways to entertain themselves and immerse themselves. Until then, thank you again for your support. Be safe. Stay safe. And if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power. <laughs>